everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time, he is the stab, softer than a baby's bottom, Dalton Anthony. Dalton, Yo, <laughs> that was a new intro. <laughs> no, it's from like th- four weeks ago, the last time we recorded. Oh shit, my bad. And you thought you thought I forgot, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't remember where it came from. It was something because I was making fun of you for being soft on something. And yeah. then it just, I it made me, it made me giggle. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, this is the nerdiest part of the ring, though. Uh, we are going to do a full gear. This is gonna, just going to be a quick, hopefully, quick, easy, in and out adventure, Morty. Uh, full gear is this Saturday. We're going to do a preview. Dalton has got a handful of new action figures to talk about as well. Um, but we're going to kind of breeze over any of the news of the last couple weeks, get right into full gear. Uh, we could be talking about NWA catching on fire. Uh, we could be talking about the drama between Carl uh, Anderson and New Japan. We could be talking about a bunch of new WWE returns that have happened in the last couple weeks. But you know about all that. Oh, well, really That's quick. Fine. And I know it's because you didn't want to talk about it. But did you see who like all the reports on saying who they're interested in right now? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jonah, let's yeah, let's fucking go. Like, mm-hmm. uh, cause yeah, I want I I'll be more than happy if he came back because he's so fucking good. I'm a huge fan of him, but it's also it's one of those things where I I hope I want them to have a plan. Yeah, because WWE is now they're they're in that rehiring phase, and it kind of reminds me of just like, all right, you've got all of these pieces. What are you gonna do with them? Because the main event scene, like the world title scene, is not not being held hostage because I think the run is entertaining enough to justify it. Whereas, like, Brock Lesnar's run, I didn't have near as much fun with when he was the world champion and just didn't show up for weeks at a time. But, like, the Bloodline stuff, it helps because there's a whole other group of people that can appear yeah. when Roman isn't there. You know, you have the Sammy and Jay dynamic. You've got Solo coming up. You've got the Usos with the tag belt. So there's there's a lot of stuff that they're doing to me that is a little bit more entertaining than that Brock run. And like but at, and that, at the same time like no only f- having one world champion being split between both shows. Yeah, it's like Gunther's killing it with the Intercontinental Championship. The the US title has felt very important on Raw for the last couple months. You know, they're really hammering it home now with this Seth Rollins win. But, you know, what is what is what is a uh, uh, jonah bronson reed do if he comes back to wwe i see belt him versus gunther baby oh i want that yeah i want to i want to see death that's what i want (laughs) Uh, well but yeah no i just i know that's not what we're talking about tonight but i saw that and i was like i want to talk about that really quick no that's fair that's fair i'm always always up for talking about some uh about talking some jonah because yeah he was we did with it's been a couple weeks but we talked we did talk about him uh as someone, you know, oh, they're bringing back a bunch of people, you know, who who would you want to see? And he was right there at the top of my list. Yeah. Do you, so I'm going to ask you this real quick, because again, it's it's our show, fuck it. Uh, um, the rumors about WWE bringing back Zack Ryder, about br- bringing back Matt Cardona. Uh-huh. And he's leaning into it, because he's posting all of his, like, his championship wins. He's posting moments, you know, uh, Cena in the, in the Ryder getup. Do you think that Cardona goes back to WWE? 
I think realistically, if, I think if they offer him the right amount of money, on top of um, making sure that he gets an actual story, um, I think he would. I think right now the issue is is he's making money hand over fist on the indies, mm-hmm. um, and between that and the podcast, there if they get Cardona back, they're going to have to add a lot of stipulations to that contract to make sure that he can stay still make the money that he was gonna make. Not yeah. involving wrestling, but like his side hustles. Um, that being said, if you want to ask if I think that he's seriously considering it, no. I also think he's literally just posting all of this shit to make his indie appearances more big because it's like, well, fuck, what if he goes back to WWE next week? Yeah. I think he's playing both sides of it, which is super smart. That's not me shitting on the guy at all. I no, no, also no. don't think... Now, this is going to sound like I'm shitting on him, but I don't <laughs> think that a Zack Ryder comeback is going to set the world on fire. He did say that if he comes back, he wants to go He wants to go in as Matt Cardona. Well, okay, then let me rephrase that. I don't think that a Matt Cardona return is going to set the world on fire. But does it need to? Like, not every return is going to be Cody at WrestleMania. True. So if you add back that, if you, like, walk back what I just said, making sure, like, he can still make his money doing his other things and stuff like that in the way that the amount of money that WWE is going to need to throw at him, I don't think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that you're going to get your return on investment with Cardona that you would with some of the other names that you brought back. Because Cardona is an indie darling. Um, I mean, he's like the only one King of the indies, baby. Well, yeah. And like, he's an internet darling and all that, but I don't think... Internet champion. All right, and he's the champion. But (laughs) I don't think that he is going to get the um, spotlight that's going to make it worth re-signing him. Does that make sense? Like from WWE's end, yeah, yeah. Like, like the I, amount of mo- like you think the amount of money that it would require to the, get him back in the fold, they don't, they wouldn't necessarily get that return on investment. Yeah, and also, what would you do with them with the amount of money you're spending? Is he gonna beat Roman? Uh. Now he looks like he could. I will, and I will say the Matt Cardona that character as a whole has been way, way more entertaining for me than Zack Ryder was the last couple years. Um. And I think he'd be like he would be an interesting talent to get back, but I just don't see it happening for. And I'm talking more on Cardona's side. Like I think he sees his value a lot more than what he was getting the his initial WWE run. I will say, the absolute Bo Dallas brilliant level of Cardona leaving WWE, you know, getting released from WWE, starting the whole big fish in a small pond king of the indies run like doing the whole character of i'm better than everyone else on the indies because i worked for the fed the deathmatch king then yeah but then him going back to wwe and him being back on the undercard but acting like this is where i'm a huge deal i was on i was the gcw world champion and then everybody else just being like who gives a shit what are you talking about he starts feuding with kevin owens just like I made the indies important again. That would be fun. I would actually like Just, those matches. Oh yeah, no. So it's like I think I, I I do think that there is, and also you got to keep in mind too. Like WWE has a way of like using their people to make money outside of you know just drawing in a wrestling show. Oh yeah, you know give him a give him a another like a YouTube show on the the uh, 
or give them a network a, a peacock special type deal yeah uh you know there's a bunch of stuff they could do or in the ambassador stuff as well sending him to co- you know conventions and things like that but yeah i do also 100 percent think that like there's not a chance in hell he gives up the podcast and all of those kind of appearances and stuff he's done more for like wrestling toys than like mattel has in the last couple years like him and myers mm-hmm. like the um the uh like getting super seven really in the fold on like wrestling figures um the bendies uh, super overpriced. I won't buy them, but it's dope that they're like remade, like doing it. And with like AEW and indie talent, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's loud. Don't get me wrong. If they resign them, I'll be super excited about it. I just don't see the RO, uh, ROI on it that, uh, I would with like a Cody Rhodes. Sure. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Now, like we said, focused show, no tangents. We are professionals. Full gear. This Saturday. Saturday? I think it's Saturday. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday because Tony Khan won't go against the NFL. Which is smart. Saturday, November 19th. Yes. Uh, it is a you know, short, quick little show here. Uh, only 11 matches to talk about. Granted, <laughs> there's still Rampage where they could add the, the buy-in matches. So, I am... I'm mixed on this, on this pay-per-view. Because I have no doubt that I will 100% love the show because there really hasn't been an AEW pay-per-view that I've walked away from that I didn't feel like I got my money worth or that I didn't like thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, sure, there's been matches that I, I wasn't crazy about, but the shows as a whole have been really good. Yeah. And I'm sure this one's going to be no different. But I don't know. There's just something about some of the build here. And maybe it is just the general, you know, shadow of the whole... CM Punk elite drama coming out of All Out, which at this point, like, Vince McMahon retired this year. Oh, man, it's been a year. It's been a friggin' year. So, I don't know. I just, there, there's a lot that kind of seems weird about this show to me, and I can't really put my finger on it, but... I'm I, like I'm looking forward to the show. I have I've I am gonna buy it. I am gonna watch it, uh, 100%. So, jumping into it on the buy-in, the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament semifinals will see Brian Cage take on either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks, depending on who wins their match Friday. Ricky and then Starks. the finals, uh, which will be Ethan Page taking on the winner of Brian Cage versus Lance Archer or Ricky Starks will be on the Dynamite on Wednesday, the 23rd. Okay. So, um, given that Ethan Page is already in the finals, you gotta think it's a, it's, this is a Ricky Starks win. Uh, this match was supposed to happen last week, but apparently they ran with an injury angle because he was actually, like, not cleared. Mm-hmm. But he's apparently back, which is great. We always, we always want to, uh, hear that. And it's, uh, I, I got, you got, I, to me, I, it's gotta be Ricky, you know, I, I wish Brian Cage and Lance Archer both kind of, like, give them a little bit more than just, like, showing up, looking awesome, and then losing. Because that's really all they do. They There aren't big... Yeah, like, Brian Cage just beat Dante Martin in the first round, but that's after two pretty high-profile losses in his only two appearances. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's good to see Brian Cage back since the Ring of Honor-like relaunch. Mm-hmm. But also, I want to see more with him. 
And I mean, the same thing with Archer as well. Like, yeah, they're like you said, it's two guys that I feel deserve a lot more. But yeah, I mean, you got too many people on that roster. It's 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 a lot. It's, yeah. You know, you look at you look at this roster, and granted, you know, some people are hurt, but there's a lot of names that are kind of surprising to not be on this card at all. Um, also, speaking of Lance Archer, uh, Jake's Roberts announced that he is actually off of oxygen. And he's doing better, and he should be back at AEW. So that is awesome. Let's I'm very, go. very happy about that. Also, before we get into the main card of Full Gear, we skipped the thing that we always do. We're out of practice. It's been almost a month. I wasn't going to say anything because I was like, I'm not going to interrupt I, him. I need you to call me on my bullshit. Fair oh, enough. All right. You need to be better about this. We start every show with the power of positivity because especially it seems like lately the internet is full of just negativity and hostility so we want to do our part to combat that and point out something that makes us happy in the world of wrestling mine goes to last night's episode of dynamite specifically the return of one of the all-time most iconic wrestling legends that you that really you could ever imagine i can't believe AEW got them but it, we finally saw the return of Captain Insano. And Captain Insano shows, <laughs> shows no, no mercy. mercy. Oh my god. That I, I saw that video this morning and I just I lost my shit. I that made me so happy. It's dumb. It's so dumb. But I like I don't care. I love it. Sometimes we need dumb. Nothing wrong with dumb sometimes. Yeah. Nothing wrong with dumb. Dumb is sometimes. good. Dumb is good sometimes. And that was the perfect level of dumb. Um, that was in like the shirt that they like dropped with it. Five stars, all of them. I'm gonna be honest. I may or may not have put it in a cart and then taken it out because it's like, no, you don't need it. You don't need it. I think you do though. I think I might. Cause here's the thing, Asa. I get paid tomorrow. I it, it may it, it may get ordered tomorrow. It's, I haven't. It's a. It also could be counted as a roundabout acclaimed T-shirt. And as we know, everyone loves the acclaimed. Everyone loves the acclaimed. You have two versions of the Sizzimri Daddy Ash t-shirt. I do. <laughs> it's such a good shirt. You can't wear it out. You can't wear it out. No, no. We're going to wear We Spoiler alert, friends on the internet. We will uh, wear our matching uh, pink Sizzimri Daddy Ash t-shirts at some point uh, out in public. We just got to figure out we when got, that's going to be. We have to like coordinate it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We we will coordinate it. We just need to find an event that's worthy of it. Yeah. And that like so. we don't think we'll completely get looked down upon. Probably. Uh. Probably the. I don't care. Probably the general election twenty twenty four. That's probably when we'll do it. God, if I can. Oh, don't, 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 <laughs> don't mention that. Sorry. Right to me. Oh, you bastard. What is your power of positivity, Dalton? Uh, I we've used him before, but I'm. I, I don't care. Sammy Zayn. Uh, yeah. God, he's so much fun. Uh, so I was at SmackDown um, in St. Louis a couple weeks back whenever he said the Jay's just not been feeling very oozy recently or lately. Mm-hmm. And I need you to know that it got said and I was like, well, that's the best he got. And then the reaction from everybody in the ring was that made that was probably like it won't be my promo of the year. But it's going to be my honorable mention (laughs) because it made me so happy to see all of them, except for Solo, for the longest time, just break. And it happened to all of them. 
I was watching Solo at a per- certain point to wait for him to do it because, like, if you're like the camera very much only focused on Jay, Sammy, and uh, Roman, and then mm-hmm. Jay or Jimmy was in the background. But fortunately, his character in this whole thing, he's allowed to break at that. Yeah. Like he's allowed he's allowed to be goofy during it because that's been kind of his thing. Solo stood on the side, off to the side, and didn't bat an eye. And like, didn't bat an eye to her, to Sammy saying it, and even Roman being like, "Is that what it is? Is that your problem?" And like, still didn't. I was so proud of Solo for not laughing during that whole fucking segment because I would have been dying. I would have been worse than everybody, and not because I think "usi" is a funny word, but it's literally the delivery of that whole segment. And do you? I, do you- you do know, like, part of the reason why they broke over it and the crowd chanting Usi? Is it... Go ahead and tell me, and I'll t- let you know if that's what it was. Apparently, apparently, Usi is slang for pussy. Is it? Oh! In it... Yeah. Yeah. That, like, so, in... I don't know, I don't know what language it is, so I'm not gonna try to just, like, do general, like, you know, in Samoan, because I know that's... I don't think that's an actual language. Um, but, like, in, like, the native language, they... That, yeah, it's, like, a slang word for pussy. <laughs> so that's part of the reason... So when he says that, and Roman is... They all kind of are just, like... Huh. <laughs> like, it's, it's just... And then the crowd starts chanting it... And you know you have Roman a, you basically back on it. Yeah, you have a you you have a crowd of thousands of people chanting "pussy" at you, and they don't even realize it. Like it's I I I get why it broke so hard, and also why it kind of took a, like everyone was like, "You got to make Usi shirts right away." Like uh, someone pointed out, it's like, "Hey, this is why they're not." Yeah. Like as so that was hilarious, and. Again, just going back to, like, Sami Zayn just being an overall, like, entertainer. If you go back and watch that segment, which, go ahead, because it's, it's a gem. But after the whole Usi thing got over, um, Roman starts talking and says the whole, like, if you don't figure out your Usi, I'm going to make mm-hmm. Sami Zayn a full-blooded Uso. I'm going to change his last name. Okay, so, so I found, I wanted to, I wanted to be accurate, so... Okay. Uh, this is now granted, this is from Reddit, so I could be lying to the internet. This could be my, you know, ate the onion moment, but in Tongan language, Usi, U-S-I basically means pussy in English. (laughs) And most of us Polynesians know at least one profanity in each Polynesian language. The fact that the crowd started chanting that was the reason why they fully broke because I died laughing too. So yeah, so it's not U-C-E-Y. It's, it's the U.S.I. Yeah. So, but but it's still it's pronounced that way. So yeah. that's so that's fantastic. Um, he says like I'm gonna make him a full blooded USO, and then the camera cuts to just Sammy's face, and I don't I can't say that's exactly how I looked like whenever I, on my eighth birthday whenever I got a Game Boy Color, but that's how my that's how my out like inside felt when I got my Game Boy Color in second grade. I, he just had every birthday present given to him at once. once. Yeah. And then they said Sammy Uso, and then that got over. And it just it's it makes me so happy to see that, like Sammy Zayn really being appreciated for how great he is at not just wrestling. Because for a while he was just the good wrestler, and then they turned him heel, and then he was just kind of a dipshit. 
And then he did that whole, like, conspiracy theory thing. And that was entertaining, but also really weird. And now it's just like, now it's super weird, but also the funniest it's ever fucking been. And it just makes my whole heart happy. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It's fantastic. So, all right. Now, no distractions, Dalton. No tangents. We got 55 minutes to get through this 11-match card. We got this. We are... What do you mean 55 minutes? We're 20 minutes into the we show. We got 35 minutes to get through this 11-match card. Sorry. <laughs> we're 20 minutes into this show, and we're starting with match one on the main No, card. we did match one. No, we did the pre-show. I oh, said match one of the main cards. Fuck. All right, let's go. We did the buy-in. <laughs> oh, we're God, so I sorry. This I'm so sorry. No, Dylan and Michaela. it's not you. It's just. <laughs> no, I'm not apologizing to you. Fuck off. I'm apologizing to Dylan and Michaela. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Oh, <laughs> and Derek. I'm the worst. So there's a there's a solid chance Twitter is currently dying, and like it'll be gone forever. So, if there's any interest in us starting a nerdiest part of the ring Discord, it wasn't something I was ever really planning on doing, but, like, we could. Um, let us know. Like, it, I guess message me on Facebook or Instagram. I don't know if Twitter is dead. Um, but if that's something anyone would be interested in, uh, send a carrier pigeon and, and let us know. Anywho, main card. There's a lot of matches that I do want to talk about and give at least a bit of time because I am very excited about, so I'm not going to go in any particular order. Okay, we'll start with one that I genuinely don't give a shit about and it kind of bums me out. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal taking on the team of Sting and Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Sting a lot. But like... Do we need Last Outlaw GCW Jeff Jarrett in AEW? No. You know, it's it's fine. I like the idea of them playing with the history between him and Sting. Between, you know, WCW and Impact. Like, that's kind of fun. But at the same time, like, a lot of the shine of a Jeff Jarrett J. Lethal alliance really comes off to me whenever you look at that Ric Flair match. That's true. Now, so, I will I say, this will be better than the Ric Flair match. It literally has to be. Also, shout out to Satnam Singh uh, for that, the Darby suicide dive spot where he just bounced off of him like dude was made of rubber. Yeah, that was dope. Like, I've seen people bounce less off a trampoline. That's a whole just, man. That's like four whole so, men. Uh, also, he was a ton of fun on Hey EW. Oh, nice. Whenever it was, it was Lethal, uh, Dutt, and, and Sodnam. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not neat. I didn't get my Jeff Jarrett ultimate because of it, so fuck this match. <laughs> I do, I do genuinely kind of feel bad for you because I, like, I, like, I don't care about Jarrett as much, but, like, you were super looking forward to that figure right now. Yeah. This, and now you. Like, Jeff Jarrett was up there with the, like, people I wanted action figures of. It was, like, him mm -hmm. and Owen Hart. And, like, I. Ah, uh, Padauer, fucking make it now. Get it made now. You owe it to the people that wanted the elite or the uh, ultimate figure. Yeah. I mean, it, so how does that work? Would he be able to make a WWE gear version of 
Jeff Jarrett because like he never wore that weird ma- bear mall chest piece no. in WCW, did he? Uh, no, no. Uh, maybe in like the initial run, but WCW is still owned by um WWE. So they might have rights to it. Fuck, just make me a last outlaw, Jeff Jarrett. I just want a fucking Jeff Jarrett action figure. <laughs> I just go. want the representation. That's all they I could want. Do, I guess they could do, like, King of the Mountain Impact Jarrett. Oh, too. yeah, they could definitely do King of the Mountain. And, like, and again, I I just, like, uh, it's whatever. I'll, you just want a good Jarrett figure? I a modern a, Jarrett figure, I should I, say. Yeah, I just want a Jarrett figure that'll fit in with my elites and my uh, AEW figures. That's fair. Uh, let's see. We can go through just the non-title matches and then work our way from there. That makes sense to me. Good job, Asa. You salvaged it. Um, a singles match. Dr. Britt Baker DMD taking on Soraya uh, in a in Soraya's return match in how years at this point? And this is another one where like the build has been super weird because especially after last night like baker doing the i've been here the whole time like babyface promo and soraya coming in as you know the no i'm a huge deal i'm here to make this place better i'm here to like use my star power to improve this place as the face and baker is the heel it's just such a weird dynamic and and also just like a lot of a lot of soraya's stuff like like social media presence has really been rubbing people the wrong way, especially like who she's dating and like the music she's using. Just it's, it's, it's such a weird dynamic on top of the fact of just like how murky the whole, Oh, well initially she, she said she couldn't get cleared, but then she said she never tried to get cleared. And now she's saying, no, I actually got like, now I'm totally cleared. It's, it's just, this is just a weird match to me. Um, if you would have told me that I wouldn't give a fuck about a Soraya match, I would think you were crazy, but I do not care. Like, yeah. I just don't. And that's a shame, because, like, Brit's amazing. Um, I think she got a little bit overexposed in early AEW, but it's because mm-hmm. I think they felt like they had their golden goose, which they did, but I think they overused her a little too much. Um, she's amazing. I think Saray has always been a great talent, but the build to this has been so just meh. Meh and weird. And that's not two things. Like, if I if it's one or it can't be the other. Yeah. And that's it's been both. And man, I can tell. <laughs> I yeah, you're you're not wrong. This is like and I wonder, you know, I think the match itself will be good. Oh yeah. Like I, I, you know, you look at, you look at just the sheer talent involved, but it is kind of a matter to me of like, okay, well, you know, Saray has been out for such a long time. You know, the, there's always the question of ring rust. Um, you know, you have to assume she's doing like training and doing like, this isn't her first time in a ring doing a match. Like it'll be the first one televised. It'll be the first one, you know, the public will have seen. Yeah. But I just, I'm I'm curious how this goes. Like, do they try to do some kind of double turn? That is an option. I just I'm I'm interested, but yeah, the build has been kind of a miss for me overall. Yeah, and that uh, and that's just a shame because again, 
if you would tell me that I wouldn't give a shit about this match, I'd be like, you're crazy. I don't give a shit about this match. Yeah. Uh, a steel cage match for no championship. This is the last non-title match of the night we're talking about. Uh, Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And this is another one that, like, man, this feud has way overstayed its welcome. And I completely understand that it's because it's like the world is working against them. You have injuries, like, it's it's so much has taken place to, like, to break up the momentum of this feud. And especially considering that, like, Jungle Boy still hasn't gotten his, like, this is the second, this is him, this is James Bond going after uh, uh, the, the heavy before the actual villain. Yeah. Like, this is, this is Jungle Boy, which is weird because, like, the Luchasaurus betrayal I thought was well done. Especially whenever, because we were talking about the, like, on the preview of whatever the, the Jungle Boy versus Christian match was going to be. That was it's like, man, that it was weird how he still has his, like, mask and the heel theme, even though he's back with Jungle Boy, yeah. and they really didn't do anything to address that. That was all out, and by then, the way. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, actually, JK, Luchasaurus killed the boy, killed the man. So, I am excited for it. This is another one that I think the match will be really good. And I like that this is kind of a straight-up cage match, but it, it sucks how derailed and how extended this has become. So hopefully we get a little bit of a level of finality here, and then Jungle Boy can maybe do something else until, while Christian continues to heal, and then maybe revisit that in the future, and not just, like, continue it on. Yeah, and... Yeah, it's everything you said. Again, I, I feel like, like I'm probably going to end up buying this show. But everything you said, like, I really don't care about this match. I hope it's good. It's it's the Soraya-Britt Baker thing where I'm like, yeah, that they're having that. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I want Christian Cage to be it's, healthy and get this match out of the way so we can move on. It's a match that's happening. Hey, speaking of matches that are happening, there is a four-way match for the ROH World Championship as Chris Jericho defends against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. Uh, this is another one that, like, the build is kind of weird. I don't know why this is a fatal four-way with Guevara. They did the tag match last night on Dynamite. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like, and that bums me out because, like, Obviously, like, Jericho is my personal greatest of all time. Yeah. I am beyond a fan of Danielson and Castagnoli both. Like, Guevara has all the talent in the world. It's just... Man, I, I don't... I I don't want this to just be a... Like, turn basically turn into a tag match until it turns into a handicap match. Two versus one versus one. Yeah. Because, like, Sammy can help Jericho retain... Or does he kind of, you know, go too far with it? Does he go for a cover and that pisses off Jericho? You know, there, there, there are there are different ways that this could become very, very interesting. But, like, the Blackpool Combat Club, they've pretty well established that, like, they just want to fight the best fighters. Yeah. And just because they're on a team doesn't mean that they won't cost each other the match because they want to be the one to win. So, like, I don't know. There's there's different ways they could go. So, I guess in that aspect, it's interesting. You know, you look at the level of talent in this match, and it's stacked. It's just the story going into it, I'm not super into. Maybe it's just because, the the again, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the, the BCC 
has been just it's been going on forever. Ever. Yeah. At this point. It because it was so it's it was the inner sir? No, it wasn't. It was always Jericho Appreciation Society, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized as I was saying that out loud, I was like, well, it's because it's been going on since the inner circle. No, it wasn't. Not quite. Yeah. Just there's people that were in the inner circle. Gavar and, and Hager. That were also, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So, I'm stupid. That's the problem. <laughs> so do you think Do you think they take the belt off Jericho here? Uh, They're going to make us think that they are. With every, well, yeah. It, with every single person in that match, there's going to be a fall that we're going to go be like, that wasn't fucking it. And then Jericho's going to win, like, barely. Oh, you were just... I feel like you just hit the nail square on the head. Like, damn. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we there will absolutely be a moment where it's like, oh, Danielson won. Nope. Oh, Castagnoli won. Nope. Oh, Guevara won. Nope. Okay, well, oh, Jericho, there it is. Yeah, that's is that's exactly what's going to happen. Because I will, like, I don't like a bunch of multi-man matches at a show. Um but I will give AEW credit. They do a really good job at them. Like, this is, well, there's, there's a triple threat, but outside of that, this is the only multi-man. Yeah. Is that, well, there's a tag match too, but that doesn't really count. That's not. Well, yeah, there's, I mean. there's tag, like, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't counting those. Yeah. But like, I do really like the way AEW tends to structure their multi-man matches like that. Um, so like, it'll be good and I'll enjoy it, but Jericho, there's, I don't see anybody walking out of this besides Jericho with it because, and here's the big reason. I don't know what they're doing with ring of honor. So it's really hard for me to care. Uh, I said it, I I said it before all out and I'll say it before full gear. It would be amazing if we could get an official announcement about what ROH's future is. Yeah. A TV deal, a YouTube show you know, anything, just some kind of plan to keep the, the, this fracture from being so prominent. Yeah. Because if they put it like, cause I would love for them to put it on Danielson. I think that would be a good story to tell, but I, it's not a story that I want to know if there's no actual ring of honor show. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's who I want to actually have the belt. Uh, I thought it was good on Claudio. It was good that he finally got a world championship, but like, at what cost? Did it matter? No. It was like the world heavyweight title in mid-2000s WWE. Or late-2000s WWE. Where, like, CM Punk had it. Well, why? Uh, I don't know. But he's never going to be the main event guy. That's how it felt. The, that's how this Ring of Honor title feels. Like, yes, it is a world title. But, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. Whatever the... Whatever... If it is a TV show or if it is, like, an HBO Max exclusive whatever... You know, I'm actually, in, especially if it's sooner rather than later, but I'm 100% okay with Jericho holding the belt. And then on the first episode of Ring of Honor, whatever, you have that defense. And that's when like Danielson picks yeah, up. Yeah, that would or be something like that. That would be fine. I would be perfectly cool with that. Just right now, I just don't care. Yeah. And, and it's hard to because ROH feels so separate, even though it is part of the, the weekly shows. It just, it doesn't have its own identity. Separate and even worse, secondary. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. There is. It does not feel equal at all. Yeah. Now, at all. have they? Put, Which is a bummer because it could be. Have they put good talent? Has good talent, like great talent, held that belt? But mm-hmm. they haven't made it matter. Yeah. It's it's the, it, that does make it difficult for sure. Um. Let's see. The AEW Women's World Championship, well, the interim World Championship for now. Uh, Tony Storm defends against Jamie Hader. 
And man, what a perfect storm of circumstances to totally undercut Tony Storm. Because you have, it's that she doesn't get her match with Thunder Rosa, so she's an interim champion. Tony Khan apparently on the media call today said that he is considering just naming her the champion mm-hmm. because the time frame, I guess, on Thunder Rosa is a lot more murkier than originally thought. Yeah. But like, Hater has really gotten a kind of an organic following. Yeah. And like over the last several months, like it's been it's been a long time coming. But like it was the same thing. Like Tony Storm, people liked her, but right now very much is Jamie Hater's time. That's that's been the women's division with AEW as a whole. It feels like they're very hot on people for like an extended stretch of time. And then it's somebody new. Which is good. That's how you build up multiple stars. But I feel like AEW has done a poor job capitalizing on that. 100%. Because, like, Tony you... Storm... like, Well, no, I, I won't even go that route. Uh, Ruby Soho should have been mm-hmm. a woman's champion. Yep. Um, but Athena could have been the one to take it off of Jade. Yeah. Um, that, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love what they're doing with it now. So, perfectly fine. Nyla Rose just being the biggest fucking asshole. Love it. <laughs> uh, she's been the most entertaining thing on Twitter since Elon's bought or bought it. Um, oh God. And it's not even close. Um, but yeah, so I just, I, I hope Hater wins it because I feel like they really need to lean into, they need to lean into who the crowd likes because that's why yeah, you get, because th- if you don't in a couple of like weeks, we're going to start getting really cold women's championship matches. And then people are going to be like, well, what's Tony Storm doing wrong? Well, it's not necessarily Tony Storm. Yeah. Like, it's the Rey Mysterio getting booed at number 30. Well, I mean, it's because it wasn't Daniel Bryan. It really wasn't yeah. anything to do against Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So it'll be, I don't know. It'll be, uh, I, I don't know what the right call is. Because, again, I like, I'm a huge fan of Tony Storm. I like Jamie Hayter a ton as well. But yeah, I mean, and look how it helped with the acclaimed. You yeah. know, it really didn't seem like the acclaimed were going to win the titles, but it was just there. They were too. They were undeniable how over they were. God, and then it's paid off match. huge. That it's was, paid off huge. That was such a good match. So, uh, well, hell, speaking of the acclaimed, the acclaimed defending the AEW World Tag Team Championships against Swerve and Our Glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, my only complaint about this build and and this match is i have two complaints one is i really i i i need wrestlers to stop being good at convincing me they're hurt if they're not yeah because the whole anthony bowen's re-hurting his shoulder story that they're going with that i don't i'm not you know him posting a picture today uh in a sling like okay but you are good, right? Because <laughs> I, I, I'll buy into it. I'll pretend. I'll pretend like, yeah, oh, no, yeah, he's he's hurt bad. It's, it's, it's rough. You know, I'm scared watching this match. But, like, I need him to be good, yeah. though, is the thing, is I need him to be good. Because, and if they are just working, if it is just, a, if it is a kayfabe injury and I am just, you know, hook, line, and sinker, whatever. They got me. Because they did. They got me. Mm-hmm and it plays into the story of the match, it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. My only complaint, story-wise, is... And maybe we will still get it. It could still happen at the show. I wish that they would have turned Keith Lee 
with Swerve. He doesn't have to go full, like, horror movie cutting off fingers and shit like Strickland did. (laughs) But, like, him being more aggravated towards the acclaimed because the way he wrestled as a heel in that all-out match, phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely was killer. And I would like to see kind of more of that, you know... I would have liked to have seen him kind of follow Swerve on this instead of still doing the tense partners not seeing eye to eye. Because we just got done with that, and it seemed like we were done with it, but now it's back to, oh, actually, nope, he doesn't approve of what Swerve is doing. Which, again, he could just, like, go apeshit Saturday, and I'd be super on board with that. But I, this is probably, this is the match I am second most looking forward to. Yeah, Easily. It's Easily. Gonna be, it's going to be dumb in the best ways. Let's see. Let's go back down. Talked about that one. Um, the six-man tag match for the AEW World Trios Championship sees Death Triangle Pac, Penta El Zero Medo, and Ray Phoenix. I fucked up that pronunciation just the entirely goddamn. That's why I just say uh, Penta. Taking on... Uh, the making their return since the last time we've seen them uh, was at all out the elite Kenny Omega and the young bucks making their AEW return to challenge for the trios championships, challenging for the championships that they never lost and was stripped from them with no explanation on television. But we know what's going on. Yeah. Um, this one's going to be ignorant. Like this is just going to be a friggin' Oh yeah. It's gonna nightmare be... f- million miles an hour match that i can't wait to watch yeah it's gonna be fun uh i kind of hope the elite don't win i also hope the elite don't win i hope here's what i want here's what i want asa i want the elite to almost win and right when they're about to the lights go black and then let's put the belts on the people i actually want to win yes i'm talking about the dark order throw them up no? Okay, just me? Got it. Alright. Uh, see, I was doing a joke leaning into the House of Black, and then I went back to the Dark Order. Cause... No, I knew you were doing the Dark Order because the you said the only team that you want to win. <laughs> and, I, and I know you want the you, you know, you, you want the Dark Order to win. So you suggest that the winners of this match is a team that is not even in the match. Oh, uh, no, I just want them to screw over everybody, and then they get a match Wednesday, and then win the belts. And then, oh, okay, uh, that's... and then Evil Uno go for the heavyweight title. I basically want them to own all of the belts. <laughs> it's a shame they got rid of Allen Angels, because now AEW has too many belts. And you can't have, like, one person with three belts. It has to be two, 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 and two. And there's, like, Ring of Honor belts they have to go after now. Um, it's a whole thing. But, like... Shout out to Allen Angels on Impact, though. Yeah, word. Good, to, good for him. But, yeah. By joining up, Joining up with Violent by Design. That's pretty dope. But yeah, no, like I kind of want uh, House of Black to like cause a distraction and then give us Death Triangle versus House of Black again. Or you know what? Fuck it. I, I would fuck with an Elite versus House of Black match too. But like... I... So I'm going to counter. I don't want them to get involved in the match itself. Uh-huh. I want... If, if you are going to run some kind of interference angle, which I would really prefer you don't, have it be someone costs the Elite... And that is, like, maybe it's Adam Cole, you know, even if he's not quite ready to come back to wrestle yet, mm-hmm. have him cost them the match, and then, you know, maybe they're going to do, now that Bobby Fish is gone and Kyle O'Reilly had neck surgery, you know, is, are we going to get that long clamored for Elite versus the Kingdom 
match. Oh, that match would fuck, though. I mean, it would. I'm not saying it wouldn't. It's just, that's not... We wanted Undisputed Era versus Elite. Let's be real. That's what was supposed to happen. And now we're not going to get that. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. Uh, So, I mean, it could be the kingdom, but who knows? Yeah. But, like, have that be going forward. But after the match, as Death Triangle is celebrating, the lights cut out, the lights come up, and House of Black is back. Yeah. You know, do they do they may they don't even have to do a beatdown. They could just do a spooky stare down, lights go out, they're gone and come back and they're gone again. Yeah. Like give me something like that and I would be super into. Um or you could just get just House of Black back in any manner on my television or computer monitor, I guess. I'm super into. Give give me that. Let's see. Uh Jade Cargill defending the AEW tbs championship against nyla rose i'm sorry i said that wrong nyla rose will be defending her tbs championship against jade cargill um because possession is nine tenths of the law and this has been goofy like the stuff like nyla rose's twitter game is going to be the greatest loss in if twitter does finally die like just let's be real yeah i that's um because she's been more entertaining on her tweets and stuff have been more entertaining than the stuff that's been on television, I think, which is a bummer to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's also weird because this is still very much like a heel-heel dynamic. You know, I think you could turn Jade face pretty easily, but they're just, it doesn't seem like that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. I think so with that's kind of hurt. I think with Jade, her character will never change. No. Like, and it it'll just it, be who she's feuding with. Yeah. And I think that makes it rough with Nyla, who, like, honestly, and this goes back to, like, the overarching thing with her, like, being transsexual, is having her be a face is, like, not a bad thing. I don't think it's bad. But I think people are shitty, and it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what they post about her. So her being a bad guy and her being able to lean into it helps out. Whereas her being a face, like, now don't get me wrong, if she's a face and there's some transphobic shit being said and she tells him to fuck off, I'm gonna pop for it. But I wasn't yes. going to pop for it any less that she was a heel. If anything, her right. being a heel makes it hit harder for me. Because yeah. she can be shitty and then fuck that guy. Which then, like, I, I feel like Nyla being a face, which I personally want to see. Because she's so goddamn entertaining. Mm-hmm. That, like, do the thing that Sarah Summers did at CCW for a while when they turned her face. Where she's like, oh, fuck, I forgot the rules. My bad. Like... That no, Nyla, I'm trying. I know. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. like that's my bad. Like I, I forget. Mm-hmm. I'm new to this. Like that would be so great, but they're not mm-hmm. gonna do it, and that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because heel Jade and face Nyla is what I want, but they're not gonna do it because they're cowards, and <laughs> I fucking hate it. Um. That being said, yeah, I don't want Twitter to go down strictly because of Nyla Rose. Like every other reason it needs to go down, but like, I'll join Nyla Rose's Discord. Fuck it. I still got yeah, her. On, no I, I still got her on Instagram. She can shit post there. That's true. We do. We do still have Instagram. It's just significantly worse. Not as at great. Least to me. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where do? All right. We have one more match. Two. Okay. So I've been saving. I'm. I'm, I'm going to do just out of. Because that's how it's supposed to do. We'll do the main event last. But the match that I am most looking forward to, for Saturday. It is a triple threat match for the AEW TNT Championship. Excuse me. As Wardlow defends against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. 
big meaty men slapping meat. God, I, I hope... hate that you were one beat behind me on it. Oh, oh my god! Really? Because I feel like we were there. No, you were one hundred percent one beat behind me. Oh, okay, got it. My like, bad. Not even, not even close. Uh, but yes, this is just gonna be Joe again. Who is the? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Put it on my tombstone. Samoa Joe is the most effortlessly cool person to walk this planet. Yeah. All right, let's see if you can bump knuckles as good as you can bump gums. Come and get you. Come and get it. Like, oh my, uh. come and catch one. That's what it was. Come and catch one. Just so good. I this match is gonna go like four minutes, and I'm gonna love every second of it. Oh yeah, cause it's just gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be great. There's gonna. And be, I like. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, go there's ahead. gonna be like. Five shoulder tackles, but nobody fucking budges spots, and that's just from one man. And I don't know. I am not that kind of wrestler. I'm not. And I don't like it on the indie scene. But this fucking match right here, shoulder block, nothing. Shoulder block, nothing. They fucking find a way to do a three-way. I, there's so much meat in this match, and I am here for it. Coming from the three corners like a triangle shoulder block and just all three just meet in the middle I and want it collapses be, the universe. I want into to be a like fucking Mjolnir and Captain America's shield level shockwave, goddammit. <laughs> this match is gonna rock so fucking hard. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for this. And I love the idea of like Joe's turn. It actually made sense to me. Cause Wardlow's like, I will beat literally everyone. I will come for every championship. As Joe is the current ROH... Uh, Television. The the TV champion. Yeah. So it's like, all right, motherfucker, bet. And just <laughs> Cause chokes if, him out. If there's been one thing about Samoa Joe's character the last 10 years is he's walking around with a wish, Asa. And he wish mm-hmm. a motherfucker would. And a motherfucker always does. And Joe and always they- gets his wish. Do you... Again, the best thing NXT ever did... And I've I've loved NXT for a long time, but it was that short run where Samoa Joe was the enforcer for the whole company, and he said, and it was, he will not touch you if you don't touch him. And literally, the first goddamn night, Adam Cole pushes him, and he just like, well, my yeah. hands are tied. <laughs> my hands are tied, and so is his neck now. And it <laughs> was, he's just the best character, and... And it's been consistent forever. This is so like this is Samoa Joe for the last fucking ten years. Again, Samoa Joe would start a blood feud by getting eliminated from the Royal Rumble. That's something that would have happened. And it's a shame they never really capitalized on it. But like, you have that, and you have Wardlow who is just hot as hot can get right now, uh, literally, figuratively, and like yes. Um, and then Powerhouse Hobbs, I feel like, is somebody that's been slept on. Which is really saying something, because he's powerhouse Hobbs. Like, there's not a wrong answer in this match. I really hope Wardlow retains. Um, I either want it to be Wardlow or Hobbs, because I don't I don't need an AEW champion also having a ROH championship belt. A double champ. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no sense in a double champion right now. Uh, I also think that the idea of like how powerhouse Hobbs being in the embassy kind of lends to him possibly taking this off of Wardlow, like stealing it off of Wardlow. Yeah. So that could be, uh, that could be interesting. I also will say that I want to see this match real bad. Oh yeah. I had a thought and it's gone. Hobbs, Wardlow, 
winning the belt embassy. Oh, part of the reason that he's been slept on is because it's so weird that he and Starks just kind of disappeared from the AEW programming. Hi, kitty. Yeah, uh, sorry. He's been meowing and I'm trying to get him to not do that. After after their all-out match. Like, they had that, yeah. like, two-minute match and then it's like, oh, well, maybe they're building towards something different. And then they really kind of didn't. Yeah. And uh, wasn't it because Starks, uh, not Hobbs, Starks was, like, shoot hurt? I mean, it might, that might have something to do with it, but I mean, I feel like you could do more with Hobbs, which granted they did, you know, they put him with the embassy kind of, but we haven't really seen a whole lot of that in general. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a very, very exciting match. I can't wait for it. And then the main event for the AEW world championship, MJF cashes in the casino ladder match, the casino poker chip, uh, whatever, John Moxley defends against MJF and this is another one where it's like I'm sure the match is going to be great I just there's something in the build that is off to me really it's the it's the it's the teasing the MJF as the face it's the stuff with the firm that you know him hiring them but then trying to do the face thing so he fires them you know, okay, well, did he fake fire them and they've actually been working for him this whole time? And so that's how he ends up winning. You know, are they, I just, it's, is he going to turn heel without the firm? Because it's still going to be, you know, an, oh, if Ethan Page wins, then he's just going to lay down for me because that's what I'm paying him to do. I just, I don't know, man. I'm not just, there's just something off about MJF's part in this. Moxley, I think he cemented as my wrestler of the year mm -hmm. because just like the promos he cuts and like the, the, the promo from last night, I think kind of did it where he's talking about like, no, I will drag who you're supposed to be out of you. I will reach inside of you and pull it out mm -hmm. because I don't think you're going to bring it. And you know, it's, I, I, that to me is just like, he's like ignoring all the firm shit. Yeah. He's just like, no, you're the motherfucker I'm fighting, so I'm going to fight you. Yeah. And uh, we're going to either have a great match or I'm going to drag your carcass across the four star threshold. And it's just I, I, I dig that. Like, I like I fucking love Moxley. I genuinely this might be sacrilege to say I genuinely hope Moxley retains. Yeah, because, again, Moxley has felt like their uh, utility player for way too long. Where it's just like, no, that's your fucking star. That's your Roman Reigns. Now, yeah. it's different, but it's not. Like, that's who you really should be putting all of your money behind. Because, god damn, the dude is a phenomenal wrestler. And just gets it. Um, has the full, like, concept of who, who John Moxley is. He knows that character so well. And he knows the motivations for that character at all times. Like, he gets it. And then on top of that, he can talk. He is a great worker. He bleeds like Ric Flair. I understand why he's your world champion. I have not made you laugh nearly enough this show, and it really breaks my heart. Um, but, like, uh, I, I don't see MJF walking out without the title. I And, and I want to be clear. I don't either. Yeah. I, I 100% do expect MJF to win, whether it is a, you know, this is his coronation in a face role or, 
you know, I, I've seen people speculate like William Regal could turn on Moxley and cost him the match here. I would hate that. I would hate that so goddamn much. I, I want Regal to be the, the, the curmudgeon stepdad to the, the all BCC. Of his, all of his boys. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to have Yuta, uh, Castagnoli, and Danielson being like, how many times are we going to have to teach you this lesson, old man? And I don't want to see elderly <laughs> crime. Because, like, here's the thing. Yes, he is William Regal. But it's four on one at that point that he's going to get his. He's going to get that ass beat. MJF can't fight off all four of them. We've established that. He can fight off one yeah. at a time. <laughs> yep. So I, I, and also just like, especially with what happened last night with MJF taking out pretty much the entire firm by himself. It's like, okay, you made them look just whack as hell. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Unless it makes sense. You know, then you go into the, uh, they were taking dives for him. Yeah. Like, cause that would make sense, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I wish I was more excited for this specific matchup. I will say... Like, if this was a more straightforward, just MJF at his most hated, most hateable self, Mm -hmm. going up against this John Moxley, who has drugged this company across the pandemic era, across this all-out bullshit. Literally took... Decided to not do his vacation because he had a fucking job to do. Like... Yes. The workhorse heart and soul of AEW against the most dickheaded MJF would have been a million times better to me. Not this like, oh, he's so popular, people are cheering him, so maybe we lean into this face decision. But again, if you are going to cement him as your heel among heels, Moxley is the person to do it against. Yeah. You know, I I said something to that effect before the All Out, when we previewed All Out. So... I just, I'm not sure how this goes. Again, I'm curious. They will get me hook, line, and sinker with whatever it is that they do. I just, I wish I enjoyed the buildup more. Yeah. Than I do. That's fair. So. It's given me so many William Regal promos that I'm like, no, this has been great. Yeah. You, you oh, yeah. Hit, That's fair. You hit people with that ring because you want to win. I hit people with these because I like to hit people. Just erection. No. A, a full one like chef's kiss i'm standing up like stonehenge and not on my legs like it was great i loved it still love it like it's it's gonna be a good show though it's a shame because i think this is like the one AEW show in a while that i've been like uh, on a couple of the matches yeah but it'll be a good show it's saturday uh if you if twitter still exists Excuse me. If Twitter still exists, uh, by the time you listen to this, you can let us know what you think. What match are you excited for? Uh, what What is your feeling going into the pay-per-view? Who do you think is going to win? Let us know. Also, if you know of any cool social media apps that uh, we should jump on and get on the ground level of here at Nerdiest Part, let us know. Otherwise... Uh, we'll see you when we see you. The, the show will continue, obviously, so make sure that you're subscribed uh, on your favorite podcast service of choice. But it just seems like Twitter might be going away, like, imminently. Like, they told the remaining people, like, hey, we're closing the offices God for a little it. bit. So, uh, all because of fucking billionaire 
was softer than Dalton. True stab. Goddamn. True stab. Goddamn. Anyway, that's going to be it for this week. No, it's not. You got action figure stuff to talk Dude, about. Dude, so many action figure stuff. So I'm going to rapid fire this. Um, uh, the Coliseum uh, Ultimate 2-pack of Terry Funk and Hulk Hogan. That got shipped to me yesterday. Uh, I should be getting it Tuesday. They redid the LJM style like action figure. And by that, I mean they made two Ultimates to look like the LJNs which I was not alive during the LJN era, but it's a dope-ass Terry Funk, and that'll get me every time. I don't give a fuck about this Hogan, uh, but it comes with, like, a special belt that's more of, like, the actual, like, old WWF belt. Yeah, I said it right. Um, so, like, that's kind of exciting, but he's in, like, red trunks. It's weird. Um, the... I just pre-ordered today the uh, Ultimate Scale Ring with Kane, the Attitude Era, uh, I only did it for the cane. That was a bad financial decision, but hey, here we are. And Asa, Asa Gray, in the year of our Lord, 2022, right before Twitter exploded, we got an Owen Hart action figure. Yes. A true, like, fucking company-made Owen Hart action figure. It wasn't a bootleg. Money went to the Owen Hart Foundation, and we fucking got it. And I don't think I've been so happy to hold an action figure in quite a while. And I've got some dope shit this year. But holding an Owen Hart action figure was amazing. Um, I don't even care that it's a gear that I literally never watched a live match of. I got an Owen <laughs> Hart action figure. Um, it uh, It's just cool as fuck. Uh, my figure does have staining a little bit. That's a bummer. But guess what, Asa? You know the good thing about AEW figures? They pop off really easy. And Owen Hart's getting a Luminary figure in like one of the next Unmatched collections. So I'm going to buy two of them bitches and then put that body on the uh, ringside exclusive. And then guess what? No stains. I figured it out. I broke the game. Thanks, Jazzwares. Nice. Um, I just got to spend a little extra money. But guess what? I bought like five CM Punks so I could make that all white gear. So like, yeah, I've obviously established that I make poor decisions. Um... What, what else? Uh, oh, the next Coliseum release, it got announced uh, through Steve Ozier's, uh, like, Twitch. They're doing uh, Jake the Snake and Rick Rude in Styles of the LJN. So that Coliseum video is basically going to be like, we're going to make an action figure that's the same gear as their LJN figure. I think that is super fucking cool. Uh, they, this first set has not sold that well from what I can tell because you can still pre-order it. That scares me, because there's a couple of LJN-style figures I want, um, or at least, like, homages to them. These two aren't it, uh, but it's dope as fuck that they're making them. Uh, I don't know if I'll buy Rick Rude and Jake the Snake, but they're cool. That's it for... Pl oh, and then we got a screenshot of uh, Fight Forever, where there was thumbtacks and lights-out matches, so that's cool as shit. That's the other thing that, like, if we can get an ROH... Uh, if we can get some kind of ROH TV announcement or show an weekly show announcement and give me a fight forever release date. Uh, I, it was the definition of the, it was, a, it was the definition of the, uh, Futurama. You raised my hopes, then dashed them quite expertly, sir. Yeah. Uh, of AEW fight forever is going to come to Xbox game pass day and date. 
And then AEW being like, and just so you know, uh, we're not going to be on any streaming service. Like, God damn it. Why? I want it, though. Yeah. I'm going to buy it, like, regardless. Like, whether and even if it runs like crap, just because it's like, I want them to make a better one. Yeah. I'm going to buy the special edition if they release one. Because, fuck yeah. Are you there? Did you did you lose me? Yes. Okay, good. No, I just, I'm, I'm, I just, like, I'm literally just thinking about, like, God, I want this game. I really just want this game. <laughs> Please be fun. Yeah. Please be fun. I, the blood looks dope. Like. Yeah. It, it, Lights out matches confirmed. We got that screenshot with the, the thumbtacks thumb yeah. and all that. Somebody did say something that was really funny, though. It's like, I like how this has really good graphics and low detail at the same time. And I don't know why that got me, but it really <laughs> did. Like, that tickled me. And I play Fire Pro. Like, I, I don't need it to be the most realistic thing ever. They can make that game later. Make a banger first. Like, make something that plays really well. Um, but yeah. That's all for playing for you. I, there's a lot, because we haven't had a show in like a month. Um, and yeah. there's a lot that I bought since. But uh, it gets a little arduous. I did finally finish my FTR Owen Hart Customs. Um, and I'm super proud of the way those turned out. My Sami Zayn. They did come out. Like, the pictures you sent me, they came out really nice. Yeah, and then the Sami Zayn uh, from the Jackass match also, like, finally painted up around those things. That thing looks fucking... Hope they don't make that for Mattel Elite whenever the Johnny Knoxville comes out, because then I'll feel really ignorant. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. Um, action figures have been super dope recently. I just spent a big, a lot of money on ringside getting caught back up on AEW. Because even though that is still a fairly new action figure line, there's some people I just haven't bought yet. I had to get a Sean Spears. I realized I didn't buy him. So, hmm. yeah. I think it's because it was the pinnacle gear, and I was like, oh, fuck. I just want, like, hopefully I get the chase and I'll open it. <laughs> fingers crossed that would actually i i do actually really like that chase too yeah because that's a sean spears fucking action figure not sean spears pinnacle action figure fair but yeah fair well that is it uh assuming twitter still exists you can follow us at nerdiest part uh if not like i said we'll still be posting on the podcast feed um we'll figure something out and then we'll announce it on the show itself maybe i teased i didn't tease but like i screwed around with the idea of maybe starting like a nerdiest part tiktok and doing like quick little news updates on that before like the main discussion on the show uh that might still be a possibility like i said we could start a discord but i feel like i'm in so many discords already and it's like do i need to be in any more honestly and I, i don't know i also am not very good at discord in general so who knows what's gonna happen only one way to find out keep listening to these episodes they're focused they're they're a tight hour never over uh, we stay on topic we stay on target we remember the order of segments that we're gonna do just you know the the top level of professionalism here but thank you to dalton for being here with me this week uh thank you to everybody listening and who has listened before i appreciate the hell out of you uh we both do and again let us know what you think about full gear coming out uh we'll be back next week more than likely well or are we because next week's thanksgiving uh we can record on well let me figure out when i'm training because we can we'll either, fi- we can either do wednesday there, or friday fuck we could do we'll tuesday do a, if we really wanted to yeah we'll, there will be a there will be an episode someday next week with the full gear review and then depending on like what kind of news comes out we'll talk news um we will do a full gear review you will get that, I promise you. 
just what day is question mark. I, I would say follow us on Twitter for that announcement, but who knows if that's going to exist still. So, uh, but until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.